The top 20 sports team owners on this year's Forbes 400 list are worth a collective $382 billion. And for most, the NFL, NBA, and MLB remain a lucrative side hustle. Hi, everybody. I'm Brittany Lewis with Forbes Breaking News. Joining me now is my colleague, senior sports money reporter, Justin Birnbaum. Justin, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, Brittany. And I want to extend a big congratulations. The <laughs> Forbes 400 officially dropped, and that list gives us the definitive ranking of the top wealthiest people in this country. And among that group, you compiled the 20 richest sports owners. So tell me, Justin, who topped the list? Uh, it's going to be no surprise this year. It is Steve Ballmer who is the owner of the NBA's Los Angeles Clippers once again. He is worth an estimated $101 billion, uh, mainly comes from Microsoft stock. He used to be the CEO of Microsoft, and uh, it's an exciting time for the Clippers. They still haven't won a championship during his tenure, but he's getting ready to open a brand new arena. I'm curious, is Steve Ballmer the only owner whose fortune is mostly outside of his sports assets? So within this group, 16 attribute more than 50% of their net worth to things outside of their sports assets. And when you look at the top five, it's, it's a pretty clear-cut example here. Obviously, you have Ballmer at number one. Then at number two is Rob Walton, uh, the Walmart heir, who now owns the Denver Broncos. And he can attribute plenty of his fortune to his Walmart stock. And number three is Dan Gilbert, who owns the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he founded Rocket Companies, so his fortune's tied up in there. And then you have two hedge fund guys at four and five, and David Tepper and Steve Cohen. So you see, you see this kind of moving through the list. So yeah, a large part of the group attributes it outside their sports assets. It sounds like there's this trend of people almost buying sports teams as a toy. So why do you think that is? So that has to do with the fact that sports assets have risen in value so much over the last 20, 30 years. From 1998 to 2022, which is kind of the, the pantheon of when we've been calculating valuations, uh, the average sports team in the four major North American sports leagues has basically grown 13 times in value. So it's extremely, extremely hard to buy these teams what they're worth today. In a lot of cases, you see people only able to buy portions or pieces of them. To fully take control of a team is really a, a, a very, cost cost intensive endeavor let's dive into that a little bit deeper because you're yeah. saying it's extremely hard to buy them and i'm sure that's every sports fan's dream to buy part <laughs> or if not all of a team so just how hard is it exactly paint us a picture so i mean putting aside the few in the world that are publicly traded you can pick up a share here and there for the average person uh it's going to take quite a bit of money, and I think there are two really good examples to kind of look at that and discuss. The first, you have uh, the sale of the Phoenix Suns earlier this year, and United Wholesale Mortgage CEO Matt Ishbia, who was a former Michigan State college basketball player, a walk-on who won the national championship with the team back in the day, uh, he bought the Phoenix Suns at a valuation of $4 billion, which was the highest sale price ever for an NBA team. In total, he's worth you know close to $7 billion, even you know being able to buy majority control of this team, he's still not rich enough to crack this list. And then over in the NFL, you look at Josh Harris, who just led a group that bought the Washington Commanders for $6.05 billion, which is the highest paid ever for a team sale. And he too, you know, his, his net worth is close to $7 billion. He's still not rich enough to crack this list. So these guys can afford to you know, lead the purchases of these massive, massively expensive franchises, and yet they're still not rich enough to crack this group. I'm hearing just how hard it is to buy a sports team, but once you buy one, is it a good investment? I mean, yeah, you know, as I mentioned earlier, it seems that these these franchises, these teams seem to appreciate at such high rates and go up and up and up. It's hard to predict, you know, if, if that'll slow or if we'll keep seeing these rapid appreciations. I mean, 
for a lot of people, they've essentially missed the boat. Like you're not gonna be able to buy into a team for dirt cheap and then be worth billions a few years later. Who had a really good year? Whose fortune appreciated the most? Who was the biggest gainer? So the biggest gainer on this year's list was Jimmy Haslam, and he owns the Cleveland Browns, Columbus Crew, and he recently bought into the Milwaukee Bucks as well. That doesn't necessarily have to do with his sports assets, though. That has to do with the fact that um, you know he's chairman of Pilot Flying J, which was the truck stop business his father founded, and Berkshire Hathaway paid $8.2 billion for a 39% stake in that this year. Now let's look at the flip side. Whose fortune declined the most? Yeah, the, the biggest decliner is Robert Perra, who owns the Memphis Grizzlies. He, uh, he was number four on this list last year, and he's, he's dropped down quite a bit. Uh, that's mainly because, like some of the other people we mentioned, his fortune is really tied up in the public markets. Uh, he founded wireless networks provider Ubiquity Networks, and they've had quite a tough year on the stock market, so that's, that's caused a significant decline in his fortune, and he's dropped pretty far down the list. Justin, whenever you come on here, we talk everything from MLB, NHL, NFL, PGA, every acronym there and i'm curious what league is most represented on this list this year so the nfl is king this year where there are 11 nfl teams represented on this list and then after that kind of the combined of of major league soccer and other european soccer clubs uh takes the cake at at number nine then then nba comes in third and then you kind of barely see uh, major league baseball and the nhl represented on this list so it seems that a lot of the gravity still flows towards the NFL and it's the most valuable league in the world for a reason. Justin Birnbaum, thank you for your reporting. Thank you.